0: of the hour news as it happens when it happens wherever it happens local regional and global only on q95 the big station q95da.com right on Q.
1: good morning this is the morning news for today friday august 26 2022 i'm your presenter hassan robinson here are the headlines Economist Dr. Thompson-Fontaine assumes that there are problems with the CBI monies and that there is far more concern about it than DLP's administration cares to admit. Wherever. Prime Minister Philip J. Pierre recommends and recommits to tackling the challenge of deadly gun violence and gang turf battles in the country as Viewfort residents air their concerns at the SLP Town Hall meeting Tuesday night. And the Russian state media says security systems have activated after a loss of power to Zaforizia nuclear power plant under Russian control since March and saw much shelling's prompting fears of nuclear incidents. The news is brought to you for the very kind compliments of Rudolf Thomas Enterprises. The details of these stories and more are coming up next.
0: Only on Q95. The big station. Q95DA.com. Right on
1: Q.
2: Rudolph Thomas Enterprise in Portsmouth, your suppliers of building materials and hardware products. Over 20 years experience in the business. Rudolph Thomas has lumber and plywood, Portland and tile cement, steel rods, galvanized and fence pipe, and Rudolph Thomas can meet all your wire needs. Galvanized roofing sheets, doors, windows, toilet sets, face basins, and bidets. PVC piping, fittings, and lattice. Check out Rudolph Thomas for ceramic and vinyl floor and wall tiles. Nails, nuts and bolts, paint and painting supplies. And check out their line of electrical and hand tools. And Rudolph Thomas is your one-stop shop for hard-to-find items like fiberglass mat and fiberglass resin and welding rods. Go now to Rudolph Thomas on 1240 Bay Street in Portsmouth.
1: And welcome back. First off in the news, as a panelist on Q95's Roots Connection and Q, hosted by Dr. Simone Matthew, economist Dr. Thompson-Fontaine noted that the international banks are packing up and leaving Dominica because their correspondent financial relationships are in trouble. The panelists on the show talked about previous and present banking-related challenges, contrasting parallels and difficulties, as well as differences. According to Dr. Fontaine, the increase in drug trafficking and money laundering in the area is the reason why foreign banks are shying away. He came to the conclusion that not all cbi money is lawful after taking into account the cbi financial problems Fountain made that assumption that there are problems with the cbi monies indicating that there is far more concern about them than the dlp administration has admitted and that causes him serious concerns on all counts
0: which which makes me believe that the cbi funds are not all above board for example if they were as the proceeds that goes to bananas were we would not have had a problem So why is it that the CBI funds are an issue? Is it possible that some individuals are using that as a conduit to loan the funds through that system? I'm asking this because I'm saying that it cannot be that a legitimate government making a legitimate business would have so much problems. So it does appear to me from where I sit and from what I know of having looked into the banking system of having spent time in the cayman islands in the offshore banking sector i would suspect that there are concerns about the cbi money so because of that the correspondent banking relationships are in trouble so the the foreign banks are picking up and leaving but banks like national bank that has nowhere to go but need to keep making those transactions they are they're having problems to the extent now where they've been told that even when a, a Dominican walks into your branch and deposits US currency, unless that person has an account with you, you cannot accept this money. That is imposed by the correspondent banks. Because at some point those monies exchange. That tells me two things. Firstly, that our banking sector is in serious problems and this could have an impact not only on that but also on on the monogram and other means of transfer of paper and other means of transfers that we are using and secondly it tells me that there is a lot more concern about our CBI monies than we have been told by our government and that to me is worrying on both fronts.
1: And that was economist Dr. Thompson Fontaine. And there is a deep level of concern that needs to be addressed as a society in relation to the psychological need felt by our youth to possess a gun in order to feel safe in their communities and to achieve their desires. Dominican Pan-Africanist McLean Williams, speaking on the topic of gun violence and its impacts on the youth, shed some light on the current social direction in which we are heading as it relates to the culture around firearms and the possibilities to curb and change the trajectory with the right approach and proper communication.
3: To then understand that what society have we created where survival is dependent on, if not taking the life of somebody else, but threatening to take the life of somebody else. And I believe if we really study society at that base level, at the community level, it doesn't take much, really, you could just speak to the young people because I do it every day and I get many ideas from young people. They are willing to speak. If we do that, then whatever that was mounted. To create that problem can then be dismounted. And one thing I will say, however, is that, you see, oftentimes, even right now, we hear that um, the whole idea of unemployment comes into play. Or if it's more employment is created, it might curb the problem. What I'm saying is, I'm not disputing that fact. Employment in itself is always a great thing, especially as young people are concerned. But we're approaching now a a juncture, a crossroads, where even if young people are employed, the life outside of that is becoming to look much more more lucrative, Mm -hmm. in the sense that it makes better sense to become a gangster, to become that kind of individual that carries the guns. Mm -hmm. I believe it's something psychological at that point, because Mm -hmm. you have to then get the young people to disengage from the whole materialism aspect of things, and to redirect that energy to a greater purpose in life. Mm. Because once it's materialism that is your main focus, and in the absence of that opportunity to get that, you're going to be a problem in the society. So we need, I'm not saying you cannot want nice things. I cannot tell anybody what is, they should want. But as far as to, you are know, developing a greater purpose in life, especially again for our young men, that is very important in, to the society.
1: And that was a Dominican Pan-Africanist, McLean Williams. And there is always hope and there is always a way. However, gun violence is not the way, as these are some of the sentiments echoed by youth advocate to end gun violence. Actor and archivist Chris Lee Jolly, speaking as a special guest on Youth Q, over the growing concerns over gun violence and gun culture in Dominica, who... Mr. Jolly is also the younger brother of popular musician and entrepreneur Ron Burnbrain Jolly, who was a victim of gun violence himself. Mr. Jolly has a reputation of being one who spreads humor and joy for his acting as well as being recognized on social media for his positive messages hidden in theatrical satire sharing his perspective on gun culture he expressed the view that our society is rapidly straying away from the creator and a growing fear for safety and the need to participate in gun culture is replacing their higher focus however he says there is hope and there is always a way and gun violence is not the way
4: so i see gun violence as uh Form of fear and cowardness back then. Like we fight hand to hand. Nowadays, everybody on the streets have a gun. Everybody, any dispute you get with somebody, would look to run for a gun, mm-hmm. and that can be very harmful to people loved ones and people that are affected by gun violence. And if we just put down the guns, sometimes certain disputes we can really walk away from it. But it have better ways than going. For God. The mentality, plenty of people strain away from God. And without God, plenty of stuff can happen to you mentally. And to me, we should put God first. That can curve a lot of mental illness. Mm-hmm. As I work with the library service, we do sometimes we do programs where we get people to come and speak on the topics. Like for example, before my brother died, the library got my brother to come in and give his experience with drugs and guns. Wow. Um, if you go to the library page, you can see that interview, and he basically spoke about um, how we got into drugs, why, and the things he, like some of the things he did during them times there. So, just those little programs, getting people to to talk about their experiences, wow. can help a lot of people. There's always hope, there's always a way. Violence is not the way, guns is not the way. Trust God, and
1: yeah. And that is youth advocate for ending of gun violence, actor and archivist, Chris Lee Jolly. And the Girl Guides Association of Dominica presented a candlelight service in order of missing girl Kinisha Etienne on Thursday, August 25th at the Dame Eugenia Charles Boulevard Miss Etienne, whose body is not yet found and who has been kidnapped, allegedly by the now-deceased, uh, here's more. Thank you. Thank, you. Thank, you. So thank you everyone for coming out here.
4: Whilst our candles burn out, we can maybe just make use of the guitar we have right here and sing a little more until our candles out. Yeah.
2: yeah
4: Yeah. so of course
3: I get to know now
1: then when you expect
3: what I, I was all you I feel good when you see when I go home it's not easy enough. because it meant my conscience and I have to be thinking a lot so what they say as they say time is a healer so I just working with time okay for the best for the best okay and the overall
1: Still in the local news, that there should be a serious review of the National Employment Program, NEP in Dominica, emphasized the General Secretary of the Dominica Public Service Union, DPSU Thomas later, speaking on the DPSU program on Wednesday evening. He added that the first recommendation he would make is to rename the program, later added that many individuals who are employed under the NEP look like they are ready to retire from that position.
2: When we look at some of the people who are employed, they, some of them are even ready Mm -hmm. to retire but they are still employed under NEP. So I am saying this evening that there should be a serious review Mm -hmm. of the National Employment Program, the NEP, with a view towards making changes that will recognize and respect the labor laws, Mm -hmm. that will respect people's constitutional rights, and that will not disadvantage those who are employed. That benefits to which they will become eligible if if they had security of tenure, that these things be looked at.
1: General Secretary of the Dominica Public Service Union, Thomas Slater, and leader of the Dominica Freedom Party, Bernard Ito, believes that most of the time we tend to overthink the problems and needs of the country. But what most individuals do not see is Dominica's economy is about half a billion dollars. He was speaking on Q95 Global View on Q Show, hosted by Sheridan Gregoire, aka Mr. G, as Ito added that any dissent or management team could come to dominica from any of the 514 companies and transform the country into a thriving economy and society within just 10 years
4: any
2: decent management team i will wager could come to dominica from any fortune 500 company and turn this country around within 10 years into a thriving business we have to think of it as dominic incorporated you do a swot analysis you, anal- you analyze your strengths your weaknesses your opportunities and threats You identify your human capital. You identify your potential. And then your marketing plan, your production plan, and all those things. And you put it into operation. It's not terribly complicated. Dominica is a small country of 67,000 people at best. Uh, It's a small company. You need to employ what? Uh, Less than 20,000 of those people, maybe 30,000 at best of working age, between children and elderly. And so Dominica is a small company, a mid-sized company. And we are stuck in this mentality of this
1: intractable problem and that was leader of the dominica freedom party bernard ito And heavy inquisitions directed to the Financial Action Task Force in relation to possible politically exposed persons in presidential position of financial institutions. The question of does a conflict of interest exist when a sitting member of the cabinet of ministers or politically exposed person is the president of a financial institution regulated by the same cabinet of ministers was raised by Dominica's opposition leader Lennox Linton in light of the Financial Action Task Force visit for an in-country review this week. In the policy program of the Financial Action Task Force, much is made up of politically exposed persons to the point where financial institutions are asked to do enhanced due diligence when dealing with such persons as mandated by the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force. The Caribbean Financial Action Task Force is an organization comprising of 24 states in the Caribbean Basin, Central and South America, who have agreed to implement common countermeasures to address the problems of money laundering, terrorist financing, and the financing of the proliferation of weapons of mass destruction.
2: The fact that the politically exposed person is sitting as the president of this society raises very significant compliance issues for the society. And I'm referring here to the Maragot Cooperative Credit Union and the president of the credit union, Cabinet Minister Gregory Revere. No other regulator would sit quietly by, seemingly handicapped, by allowing this to happen. Therefore. Caribbean Financial Action Task Force. The fact that the government regulator is being silent on this compliance abnormality makes clear the case that the member is exerting undue influence on the regulator as a member of cabinet to maintain a personal interest in being the president of a financial society in a constituency where he's campaigning to be elected as parliamentary representative. It is therefore reasonable to perceive a conflict of interest exists to any reasonable onlooker. So, how does it look to the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force? So, how is this financial institution, of which a politically exposed person is the president or the head, going to conduct enhanced due diligence with that particular individual on an ongoing basis to meet the requirements of? the Financial Action Task Force, those requirements laid down or dictated by the Financial Action Task Force and the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force and the Organization of Economic uh, Development, Cooperation and Development.
1: And that is leader of the opposition Lennox Linton. And in other news, residents of View 4 aired their concerns on crime at Saint Lucia's Labour Party's or SLP town hall meeting earlier this week. The south of Saint Lucia has experienced a flare-up in gun violence and deadly turf battles. Prime Minister Philip J. Pierre affirmed his commitment to tackle the national security challenge confronting the entire country. Here's more.
0: The crime is happening, and woos- Losing are the parents, because most times the young boys die on the streets. They even leave young children behind. The parents now have no ways to feed the young children. How can we, the, the people in before the single parents in before, be part of the discussions that would see where we go with crime, especially in before.
3: In Barbados, almost every day there is some shooting. That, that doesn't mean that we're doing well here, you know. That's not an excuse. That's a fact. So I don't want you to. We have to try ways and means of dealing with that situation. But people have this uh, crime in viewfort, crime in view it, as if Viewfort is the epicenter of crime.
2: That's not true.
4: Pierre argues that violent crime is not unique
2: to Viewfort. Sure. Before the say Marsha.
3: Then they just say Monday dawn. Everywhere, there is too much crime everywhere. So let's not center crime as if we have... What's happened is that we have an issue of crime that we have to deal with.
1: And that was St. Lucia's Prime Minister. Audio credit to HTS Newsforce in St. Lucia. Still in other news, security systems have activated following a loss of power at the Zaporia, or Zaporizhia nuclear power plant in Ukraine, according to Russian state media. The plant, which has been under Russian control since March, has been shelling and seen shellings around the site in recent weeks, prompting fears of nuclear incidents. Both sides have said others have deliberately been targeting this plant. Here's more. That would be easy to do. Uh, This is the largest nuclear power plant in Europe. Uh, Ukraine does get a lot of its power uh, from uh, nuclear power, uh, and so that could be devastating to the Ukrainian economy. Uh, And then the Russians, uh, while they have some weaknesses, as we're all seeing, they have been in nuclear power since 1949. They are technically proficient. And so if they did want to um, uh, connect this power plant to their own power lines, to their own energy grid. Uh, That is, it wouldn't be easy, but it is something that they could do, essentially stealing energy and and wealth from from the Ukrainian people. And that's the morning news as a recap of the headlines. Economist Dr. Thompson-Fountain assumes that there are problems of the CBI monies and that there is a far more concern about it than the DLP administration cares to admit. Prime Minister Philip J. Pierre recommends and recommits to tackling the challenge of deadly gun violence and gang turf battles in the country as Viewfort residents air the concerns at the SLP town hall meeting earlier this week. And Russian state media says security systems have activated after loss of power at the Zaforizia nuclear power plant under Russian. Control since March and saw much shellings, prompting fears of nuclear incidents. The news was brought to you for the very kind compliments of Rudolph Thomas Enterprises. I've been your presenter, Hassan Robinson. Q Top of the Hour News As it Happens, When It Happens.